Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Today, I have a super special guest. This is Jody K. Edwards. And this woman, I started following, oh gosh, about a year ago. And I think I forget who shared you. There's There was someone who shared you. And then I just like went over and saw your page. And it was like, you radiate, if I'm going to put it into one word, it's like you radiate just like vibes. <laughs> like, it's just like, you have this, like this, you can tell that it's like, you have this deep love of life. You have this beautiful expression. You have this beautiful ability to just like really show who you are through your business and through your social media. And I know that's something that you teach and something that you share with the world is, you know, like brand and visibility and awareness along with all the other beautiful things that you share. So I'm super excited to get to know you more deeply. Jody and I have gone back and forth a little bit. We just like kind of started sending voice messages back and forth <laughs> and we were like, we were like, this is good. This is right. good. And we then, vibe. um, yeah, like this is great. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've been sitting down a couple times to make this podcast episode happen. And if you all could see us here, it's pretty funny because we're actually both literally wearing the same outfit. And so we were like, okay, there's like too many synchronicities. This is going to be an amazing episode. So I can't wait to share with you all today. And Jody, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh my gosh, I have full body chills. Thank you so much for that beautiful intro. Like whenever I get married, I'm gonna need you to like write everything for me. <laughs> I love I can it. do it's that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting how like other people can see things in you that like maybe sometimes you don't even think you're emitting. So thank you so much for that beautiful intro. I honestly honored to be here. Mm. That makes me so happy. So I would love for us to get started. You have an amazing background of a story. I know that you you grew up in Jamaica, right? But then you also grew up in the United States. You've done like a wide variety of different things work-wise. You have created this successful business. I would just love to hear kind of like the key points that really made you into the woman who you are today? Oh my gosh. I would absolutely say this idea of wanting to create something new and innovate a life that I never saw was possible for someone like me. And when I I say that, it was, you know, this idea of living in Jamaica, moving to America, this, this immigrant mentality of you have to work hard and um, you know, I'm, I'm all for working hard, but the name of my company is Alignment is a New Hustle because I very quickly found that it doesn't matter 
if you are working super hard or you are taking a more just aligned approach to building a life and business that you love, that version of success is is inevitable. You really can, you can reach that. And my approach I choose is more the alignment piece and understanding that, well, I can change my current reality. I can take a look at what I want um, and not just see it on TV, right? I, I grew up watching um, trash TV, <laughs> Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And there was this one movie that changed my entire life. I don't remember it exactly, but it's like Keeping Up with the Joneses or something. And they were getting paid just to be themselves. And so this, I must've been like in my teens watching this. And I was thinking, huh. And that really got me interested in how you can just live your life and people can pay you for your existence. And that was like the movie that changed everything for me. I actually don't think I've ever shared this anywhere else, but you asked it. So I'm like, whoa, this is the answer oh, yes. out of me right now. But it was so You heard wild. it here first. You heard it right, right here first. Exclusive drop. <laughs> but it was just, it was such an interesting perspective that I didn't even understand. Because, right, the whole you have to work hard, you have to work so hard, and then you retire and you work 40, 40 hours a week and 10, 15-hour days. And it's like the idea of whoever's working the hardest gets the most. And I did not, that did not align with me at all. So this whole brand, this whole business, this whole journey just really stemmed from that. And that required for me to overcome a lot of self-imposed limitations that I put on myself when it came to playing small and not wanting to be seen. So what people see today, there's so much more to it than just the business coach and the visibility coach and, you know, the brand coach who works with CEOs and creatives and celebrities and artists. It's the woman who realized that entrepreneurs and creatives, CEOs, all want something, the same thing. It's they, yeah, they want the time and financial freedom, but to do what? To keep creating, to keep pursuing their passion. It's not all of a sudden like they reach something and, and they quit. So I wanted to bring all of that together. And my journey is so deep rooted in that of helping people overcome their limiting beliefs. I know that's such like a basic way of saying it, but it's really, what can we remove from your mind? What self-imposed limitations do you have? that is keeping you stuck in a thought pattern that keeps you stuck in the current reality? And how can we provide you with tools and resources where you can see a life beyond what you're accustomed to seeing, where now the images that you see on TV and in this, in other people's lives, the people that you admire on social media, just the media in general, how can you start believing that that type of lifestyle is possible for you, but not trying to get that exactly. It's aligning your mind, the alignment part, with your current, your current state, your current journey, and innovating and creating something new to experience that new reality. And so that's so deep, but that's where like the visibility, like how can we uncover, you know, that, that vision that you have how can we build a better brand and build a better business? And yeah, the marketing jargon to attain time and financial freedom, but alignment is a new hustle. There's, it's new. It's, let's create something new. Let's leave the hustle. Let's align with what we want. Oh my gosh. 
I love that. I feel like that you're going to have to, we're going to have to send you this video. And like that alone is like, that is golden. Like, I'm like, okay, that's the oh, end yeah. of the podcast. It's beautiful. It's so good. No, but really, I have like so many more questions I want to ask. Um, and even more now based on what you just said. So, okay. So how does someone a hundred percent, like you're creating this, like, new version of success for yourself that really aligns with who you truly are and the lifestyle that you like you actually want to live so how do you find that how do you go through like because there's a lot of like kind of deconditioning and deprogramming involved because we think success is one thing but then it's something else right so like how do you actually find that how do you get into that alignment of the kind of success that's meant for you yeah that is one of those things we have to take a look at that success isn't just this straight linear path and it's something that so many people look for in external factors they look for success in the house or the car or the relationship but I found that your version of success is more attainable when you look within yourself And that is going to require that you are faced with specific truths about yourself. That is going to require that you make a decision to choose again if you are really trying to think differently and act differently and be different to attract different. And so success is one of those words that it's it's thrown out there, but success is a very personal thing. And the people that are stuck in hustle culture and hustle mode they're ch- always chasing someone else's version of success. Oh my gosh, I feel, just call me Yoda Jody. I feel like this is so deep. <laughs> so deep, so, so yeah, good. I love this. Let me put it on my website. Let me put it on my website. I'm like, where so is this good. coming from? Like, why? We're are- going to have to repurpose this content. <laughs> the business coach repurpose, repurpose. This is wild because I've been asked some of these questions before this way, but you're getting like, you're getting the answer that is like so raw. It's just like on my heart. These are the things I journal on. Like literally, I'm like, I can't, I thought I had to memorize that, but it just came out of me. So <laughs> I guess good. we should be on that. But, but yeah, I, that's, I don't know if I'm deviating from the question, but, you know, looking inward first to define your own version of success, that's the first thing. What does success mean to you? What does a successful life feel like and look like And is it honestly your own version or is it, oh, well, I'm going to be successful when I have the Audi or when I work full time in my business or when I have the dream house and all those things, or does it look like something different? I'm going to be successful when I've been able to master my mindset around sales and I'm going to feel successful. And success for me is going to be, I am closing this amount of sales in my business, um, you know, naturally feeling great. Like I love your captions, right? Literally literally you're prancing around naked in the woods. Like that is beautiful. That is like the best <laughs> version of success. Like any spiritual entrepreneur could, could do. You're so free and you're so one with nature and you're so grounded in your images. So, you know, that version of success is something I love. I want to be able to go prance around and feel grounded and feel good while the sales are coming in because my version of success isn't sitting in 12 business meet or 12 hour, you know what I'm trying to say? In like a lot of business meetings for like a good chunk of the day or, um, you know, driving like a Mercedes Benz around town, around town. Mine is like, 
it's, it's going to be different. So even between you and I, we have so many similarities. Clearly, we've got we've both got two beverages. We're both wearing the same dress. It's not planned at all. <laughs> so funny. Oh, uh, so, so funny. I literally, it's hilarious. I was going to ask you, like, when you were talking before, a lot of times I, like, have questions and then I start to think of other questions based on what the person is currently saying. And you were saying some stuff and I was like, my next question is going to be like, what is your version of success? And then you started, you started saying all of those things. It's so funny. (laughs) It's so funny. So like, it sounds like, I think we can go deeper there, right? Like, because I think this can really rewrite the idea of like, what success is for a lot of people who are listening to this conversation. And a lot of people too, I think sometimes don't fully understand that they can really like feel successful and feel fulfilled in a way of living that's very different maybe for most people. And maybe a lot of people do want to live this way, but don't totally know that it's accessible, right? So I'd love for you to like expand even more on what that feels like and how, and again, you said it's not this linear journey, but it's like, how do you quote unquote, get there, quote unquote, because you yeah. don't actually, you get it, you get it. Oh my it. gosh, no, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, they, uh, the first step really in manifestation is, is what we have to like see it in our mind before we experience it in our current reality. And every morning, every morning I check in with myself. And it got easier and easier to do this. And I looked back at the days and the times and the weeks and the years that I didn't have that self-check-in or I didn't do that first. And then it's like my energy and my thoughts and my actions were being pulled in all these different directions. And so one thing I can say is we have to take a look at what we need to stop doing and then create many habits around the things that we know we want to start doing. If I were to simplify it, again, that's going to be so different for everyone. So the way I teach strategy, mindset, everything, it's not cookie cutter. It's not do as I say, say as I do. It's literally, it's also not the super woo way of like, well, how does that make you feel, right? Like I'm somewhere in the middle between like the woo and the do, where I'm not just asking you questions about yourself, but I'm not telling you, you know what I'm talking about? There's so many different friends of coaching. Yeah. I'm not going to throw shade, no shade to anyone who's on any of those spectrums. They just don't, don't work for my clients. But I love where we can, we can really ask ourselves a question and train our brain to have those answers. So I don't want my clients to be like codependent on me for all the answers. I want them to be able to have things like this, the example of the self-check-in, and then you intuitively can decide what strategy feels good or what should I stop doing? And I know those are things that people pay other people for answers to, but I found the longevity in in creating this thought for yourself every single day where you are checking in with yourself. That's honestly like like your intuition is like the like your best best business coach or your best business partner or your best life coach. And not enough people do that. They're so ready to wake up and give their energy and give their thoughts and their actions and everything to all these different people. And I get it. I don't have kids. You might be listening to this and you're saying, okay, well, Jody, you're, you're single Pringle. You're out there living your life and your crop tops and your <laughs> Winnie the Pooh belly hanging out. <laughs> like, 
what about the people who still have a nine to five or still have kids and all these other things? You know, there's always going to be something that we need to do. There's always going to be someone that we might want to tend to or give our time or energy to, but we can't pour from an empty cup. And if we want to design a life where we can have those things and enjoy it with those people, that is going to start with us being so unapologetic about checking in. I don't even want to use the word selfish here, but I know some people might be thinking, well, that's so selfish. I have all these things. What do you mean? How can I just do that? You have to think big picture. You have to think, well, right now I could reach for my phone and check in on what the world is doing, or I can check in with myself. Right now I could get up this very instant and hop out the bed and make sure the kids' lunches are packed and do all these different things. Or right now I can hop up, obviously nine to five, you want to keep that, you know, until your business is sustainable, um, sustaining you on your own full time. But we are so quick to overlook that. We're so quick to prefer to give our time and our energy because we want to say things like we're loving or we're caring or, you know, I have these responsibilities, but you are your biggest responsibility. And you can't pour from an empty cup. So I recommend um, just checking in every day if you are really serious about trying to seek that version of success. Okay, I have a reflection and a question. So like one thing I'm seeing in you right now with what you're sharing is that like the kind of this, I think this is the best kind of coaching as well, right? Where it's like, it's not leading them per se. It's like leading them into learning how to lead themselves so that it's Mm -hmm. like the whole thing of like giving them a fish versus like teaching them to catch a fish. And they might, if you give them the fish, like they might not even like that kind of fish. They might like, you know, like something else. I don't know. So I just, I really admire that. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. And The question I have is, can you talk about like what you were just saying is like that you have to like, you know, fill your cup first, all that kind of stuff. And that some people might not understand, okay, but if I have this nine to five, if I'm doing all this stuff, if I'm, you know, if I'm with my kids all the time, but what has your experience been like of when you start to take care of yourself in this way and fill up your own cup and lead yourself and create this life that really fills that kind of fulfillment and that kind of success that is calling to you, you benefit others even more, right? Yeah, uh, that's it. 10,000%. It's that idea that in the here and now it might feel comfortable or it might feel convenient to be everything to everyone. And there's that discomfort. And Lisa Nichols has this quote that I love, and I'm totally going to butcher it right now, but something along the lines of people are so um, like comfortable with a familiar discomfort than getting comfortable with an unfamiliar discomfort. So it's the idea that where a lot of us are uncomfortable now, where if you have goals and dreams and you aspire to be more than you are right now, you're uncomfortable. There's something you want to fix or something you're working on manifesting or healing internally. And it's how willing are we, how much are we willing to sit in that that familiar discomfort versus trusting 
that this new level will be uncomfortable. It will. New, new things. That's why people don't change, right? It's the fear or they stay super tied to one thing versus exploring something new. But I really feel like if people hone in on creating those mini habits, it's going to be a lot easier for them to almost navigate um, that next level. But can you reiterate that question again? Because I want to make sure like I hit it. I went off on a little tangent. Yeah, no, that's perfect. It's like this whole, I've been there before too, and I'm sure you have at some point too, where we're like feeling into going into that discomfort and feeling into like making those changes, but feeling like obligation to be something for someone else or be this person that we're already set up to be, or that like we can't do these things for X, Y, Z. But then once we get into that role, we have so much more energy and so much more time and so much more, we're so much more resourced. And then we can like, we actually end up helping people even more, not just their clients, but like we become better friends. We become better, you know, partners. We become better, like whatever it is, you know, parents, whatever you are, right? We get to that next, next thing that we are kind of like subconsciously putting off because we're not willing to actually do what we need to do, right? We're not operating at the level in which we would attain that success. We're operating at the level in which we're almost like fearful of this, of that success. So what you're saying is, is so true. Like the people that we look up to, the people that we aspire to be like, whether that's, you know, X, Y, Z thing, insert your thing, they went through a transformation, And you have the people who went through the transformation and you have the people who listen to the transformation and you have people who like are starting to learn about that journey of what they need, need to do. And a majority of early stage emerging new entrepreneurs, there's so much to learn. There's so much to consume when it comes to strategy, but then there's also so much they need to learn and consume about themselves. And it's that that fear of like, well, I want these things. I want that business. I want that lifestyle. But there's the, the blocks along the way of like, well, to get this, you have no idea what that person had to break through. You know, have no idea what um, limitations that person put on themselves at the beginning that they had to go in and do the inner work and heal and release and overcome and communicate and learn all these skills it's, it's almost like the success that we're looking for requires us to forever work on self-mastery because only ourselves can get us to that level of success. And if we don't know how to master ourselves, we're not going to be able to master that level of success that we're looking. I mean, and there's going to be people who, who get it by, I don't even say luck, but just they, they get it somehow, but then they lose it because it's not sustainable. Because it was, well, you know, maybe they were gifted the gift of being on a larger platform or something really took off, but then their mentality or their mindset or their demeanor or their, you know, they experience burnout because they're not able to sustain it. So sustainable success really looks like working on self-mastery every single day. And we have to ask ourselves, is this something that we're making time for? Or going back to what I said earlier, or are we making excuses because so and so needs our attention or we have to do this because you just don't understand that like I'm so married and tied to this excuse that like I can't have that thing and then feeling like that self-pity because we don't have that thing when in reality we're the only thing 
stopping ourselves from reaching that level of success. Beautiful. I love that. So let's talk about, let's talk about crop top, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where is this going? <laughs> 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 but seriously though. I love like, like such a thing. question in that. Let's talk about crop top, Jody. <laughs> I have to, I can't. Okay. We like <laughs> The the whole the whole like vibe of this podcast is like one second we'll be like like yeah somewhere that's like your trauma here I don't know we're like lost in like consciousness and like healing and all this stuff and then it's like let's make a joke but anyway yeah I'm serious yeah. though but <laughs> one thing that I see in you is that every time I go watch your stories or go on your Instagram you have this expression and you have uh, the way I see it is like this confidence, this like radiance where you're like, I mean, you were like dressed beautifully and doing fun things and your content is like really like, it's, it's really like expressive is the word that keeps coming to mind. Like you create like these interesting, like I'm thinking of this one, um, this is just off the top of my head, but I think maybe you're, it's a photo of you journaling. And then there's like this cool type over it that yeah. I'm going to have to, do you know which one I'm talking yep, about? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I make those. It's, it's just like, yeah, you make like, it's just like very creative and there's like this confidence and this expression. And I would love to know how like you tap into that and also how does that benefit you in your business? Oh my gosh. I love this question. It's, and thank you so much for recognizing that and honoring. Cause again, it's one of those things like it, it comes authentically for me. I I'm a creator, I'm a creative person. Um, naturally I have this background of dancing and acting and modeling, and I'm just really comfortable being in front of the camera, but it wasn't always that way. Um, you know, I used to be super, super introverted and super shy and like was really, again, like my whole brand is because like, I was able to take myself through this transformation of like, wow, not wanting to be seen in her. And it's like, yeah, I, I want you guys to be obsessed with me if I'm being completely honest. Like I'm obsessed with you too. <laughs> it's like a full transparency, but, but that's it. It's the, it's allowing myself to be myself and not, not worrying what anyone else is going to think about it because at the end of the day, no one else is paying my bills. No one else knows my journey. No one else knows that, you know, I grew up in extreme poverty, moved to America, climbed coconut trees for fun when I was young. I mean, like, you know, people know that like the surface level stories, but they don't really know the pain and the hurt and the trauma and like the years we're talking years um, before I could get to this point. And so I, I love that. Thank you so much for saying that. My hope is that when I'm authentically myself, it, it does give others permission to be authentically themselves. And my background is so like opposite of what my brand is. And that was a big hurdle for me to overcome when I was in the army and when I was a human resources manager. And even now working with you know, executives, um, I'll do advising for, you know, 
top level CEOs who like aren't on Instagram or even really social media, like LinkedIn, sure. Or I'll meet people at networking events. And then there's always this thought <laughs> in the back of my head of like, you know, like I'm, I'm dressed a little differently here in this, in this room, but yeah, they are, they might, if they, if they see me, they are going to see the YouTube, they are going to see the TikTok, they are going to see, um, if they do a lot of digging, they'll find my old blog. They are going to see like the little references I make to certain things that I do for fun recreationally. They are going to see me in a crop top for, oh, I just like to feel free. I'm going to be honest. The yo girl probably should wear a bra. I really don't wear a bra that often. Like I hate bras. So, Please bra, don't. Oh my bras. God. Oh, I hate them. They're going to see all of that. But what I hope they really see is, is my spirit, my soul and my knowledge, right? It doesn't matter if my brain is wearing a suit or booty shorts and a crop top. It doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's realizing that I can confidently sell um, and my brand is where it's at based off of me just being me, not me feeling like I have to switch from like, CEO Jody in a blazer like one of my CEO photo shoots was like me crop top not wearing a bra because it was hot and I didn't feel like it and I was tired booty shorts and a blazer like that was my outfit but there's also the point of like um I just went to a networking event yesterday and I had you know like these willowy blowy pants and a, a tube top that you know it wasn't a crop top but then and a blazer so there's different sides to me but they're all me and I want to make sure that no matter what side um, people see as they enter my brand or become aware of who I am and, you know, what my brain does for the world is that I don't ever have to feel like I'm hiding a part of me. That if I show up on various podcasts or media or TV or billboards or something, they're going to get that same energy from me. That's like, hopefully, hey, she's happy. She's confident in who she is. And she's confident in her ability to, to get the job done, whether that's for herself or a client or something else. Hmm. Do you ever feel like, <laughs> this isn't really a, an interview question, but I'm just curious. Do you ever feel like you've lived like many lives in this one life? Oh my gosh, I fucking love you. <laughs> Girl, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm like an old soul. <laughs> like, yeah. This could either be taken like super dark or super like weird, but I don't know if you've ever had this. Let's talk about this real quick. There's some days where like I look in the mirror and I do have to like question like who's looking back at me, but it's not like a weird eerie disconnect. It's like a some days I'm operating in the version of me that I'm trying to be. And I'm not fully always operating in that, but it's super cool to see her and be like, you're cool. <laughs> like you're going places. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. back to like, oh, why do I have acne on my face? Like I'm 31, <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> so I don't know if that, that answers it, but how about you? Yeah, totally. No, I just see you as someone who's like, like, and I feel like this sometimes too. It's just like, life when you're like really just listening and you're really just like going with the flow you know to the extent that we can right and we're always getting better at that it's like life changes so quickly and even just like you know in this short time we've been talking it's like living in different countries having all of these different realities like all of these different career paths and like 
evolving into this person who you are today through like all of that. And it's just, it's, I think it's so interesting to hear how people evolve and like how people can kind of change. Because I think that's one of the things that we've been talking about this whole time is like, you can feel so stuck in like what you were born into and what like, like, and of course it takes work to overcome it. Like, and then like, you know, at each level along the way, like you can feel stuck and you can feel like, oh, this is who I am. But then it's like, oh, like, it's like our identity is always like dissolving and then reforming and then dissolving and then reforming. Oh my gosh. All of, all of that. Like this idea of like the matrix and just being in multiple timelines. I think there was one moment where I really had to take a look at my actions and my thought process. And it was terrifying. Like I really sat in that moment and saw, I saw myself going down a path that I just did not want to go down. So it is making that conscious decision to say, that is very much a reality for you. And if you don't want to experience that, let's switch timelines. And like, in fact, let's just cut Mm -hmm. that. Let's sever that one. And there's a lot of timelines where I, I definitely don't want to sever them because I'm I'm hoping that they meet up one day. And so this might be like, like super, super woo for some people, but I really do believe like everything is energy. And if I'm trying to like energetically connect to my future self, the version of myself who has the reality that she wants and is like thriving in that, it is going to require that I'm realistic when I'm looking at all the different options as well. And so it's almost like weighing the pros and cons of your life and weighing the pros and cons of what happens when you embody this version of you versus what happens when you embody this version of you. And what timeline are you choosing to live out? And what are your actions perpetuating? Because you might think you don't want to be in a specific timeline, but you might draw yourself into something where you're stuck and you're not doing what you need to do because you're not acting as the person in that other timeline. I love that question. Love it. Love it. Okay. So I was, do you want to talk about money? Can we talk about money for a second? I fucking love money. I love it. Demeter, let's talk about (laughs) it. Me too. I was literally gonna say, I was literally gonna say, I like, I love money and I know you do too. Um, what, what is, what is that journey been like for you? Because like, Hmm like you've experienced poverty and now you're someone who like talks about money and you're like, you're like, you're like doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so what, just like, let's start there. That's okay. like, this, I know the money questions are big questions, oh but yeah, just roll with it. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like no matter where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey or just life journey, it's, we're so programmed to feel like there's never enough of it. And I've done a lot of work around money because again, it was that that scarcity mindset that stemmed from living in poverty. Like I, you know, I was that girl, I was really, well, that little girl scraping burnt rice from the pot, sitting on the floor in Jamaica with my mom. And of course there's all this beautiful abundance around us living in Jamaica. There's all the, our fruit, our, you know, our food literally is growing from the ground. Um, but just not having the resources to to really feel fulfilled that way. And then coming to America where there's an abundance of all of those 
things and there's government assistance and all this help. And we were still living in poverty just because it was, you know, my mom was a single mom for a while. There's a, a lot of trauma with the man that brought us to America. And then there's a little bit of issues with us getting our, our alien number and green card and things like that. And the money journey for me had to be one of those things where I was like, if I stay in this timeline, I love bringing this stuff back together. So I'm bringing this whole conversation back. If I stay here in this thought process, I can't see myself actually being successful. And it was like walking into a door. It'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to go here. But there is, I just, it's that block, right? It's that feeling of you want to move forward, but you can't. And you're trying to figure out why you can't. And that's where a lot of us are at financially, where we are either stuck to thinking that money is limited. Well, first of all, money is an unlimited resource. And there are so many different ways that we can generate it for ourselves. A majority of us, I'm going to say majority, I honestly don't have these numbers. So let me not put false facts out there. I believe in ethical marketing. A chunk of us, like to just go the nine to five route. And that's what our reality becomes. We think that money can only show up when we're working to make someone else's dreams come true. But then, of course, there's a percentage of us that are entrepreneurs and we're like, whoa, I can like sneeze and make $10,000. I know that's like the unicorn number, right? And whatever quantity that might look like for you, maybe that's for your first year or your first quarter in business or your first month or day. I haven't had a $10,000 day yet, but I'm working on that belief that it's possible, Right. So money for me has been more of a mental journey. And once I was able to get clear on what money actually was and the flow of money and understanding it and removing the negative connotations I had with it, then it's more and more of it started showing up in my life, like physically. And then of course, we can even talk about like the different entrepreneurial tiers, right? Like at my level, like I still share, um, just the other day, I shared in the caption, hey, I, you know, I went to bed and I saw a 397 invoice and woke up to a 400. Now someone else might be reading that and be like, oh, that ain't shit, girl. And that's cool. It's also being okay with knowing that what you're bringing in is, is good for you and that you can bring in more of it. And so when it comes to making it, generating it, whichever word you prefer, it's removing the shame from it. So we have to first remove the shame that we're not making enough. Then we have to remove the shame that we're making money, but someone might be making more than us so we can still celebrate. Then we have to remove the shame that we're making stupid amounts of it, right? And then like what we're doing with it. So that's my money talk. (laughs) Welcome to my TED Talk. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Money work is just so, it's so interesting, you know, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Okay. I can ask you like 20,000 questions. I feel like on money alone, but I feel like that was like a beautiful explanation of your journey and everything that, that you're expanding and opening up into. So I would love for us to just kind of like, we can start to wrap up a little bit. I'm wondering like, what would you share? So if you feel into, and this is going to kind of be like a heart-centered question, but like for someone who maybe is like, 
a couple years behind where you currently are. Cause a lot of times, you know, we're, we're speaking to people who are like very similar to us. Right. And maybe like a, a younger version of us or a version that's a few steps behind. And it, what would that person be like kind of coming up against right now? So like, what were you a few years ago? Like, what was your biggest challenge and what are the words of encouragement that you would give from where you are now to that person? Mm. A few years ago, I definitely thought I had to do all the things to attain that level of um, success as, as chasing. And so when I came up with like the clarity, confidence, cash flow, it was really my journey. Like, again, it's like when, when people see the things I put online, there's so much more behind it. So it's like for me saying, you know, DM to, you know, grab my CEO checklist, or if I'm promoting the C-suite, it's so much more than just structure systems and sales. You know, those are the fun parts of marketing that I get to create what's in my brain and on my heart and put it in verbiage and copywriting for people to hopefully connect with. But absolutely what I would say is you definitely don't have to do all the things. It's the clarity on what feels good for you, having the clarity on what you need to do and what action, aligned action you need to take for your unique journey. And then the confidence to actually go ahead and do those things despite the job, despite Mm -hmm. the family, right? If you have clarity on your purpose and you're trusting God, universe, whichever one you prefer, it's the next piece is, are you going to self-sabotage or are you going to invest in the mentor or the coach to help you do what you need to do? A lot of people might be here. I hear this all the time. I know what I know what I want to do. Or maybe they don't. I hear that all the time too. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the next step it's of something. like it's something. <laughs> but it's like not this. <laughs> this ain't it. This, that was this me for it. a long time. Not this. Something else. <laughs> I, I love know it. What. Yes. <laughs> that is a, that is literally it. And we're a lot of us are lacking the confidence to get the cash flow. We're lacking the confidence to take action on that thing. So I would say realizing you don't have to do all the things. This is what I would tell myself a few years ago. It's, you know, when I invested in my mentor's program, um, James Wedmore, Business by Design, there's so much amazing content in there. So much, so much. And I, I was already doing some of it. And a lot of it, I definitely learned how to do a lot better. And some of it, I decided I wasn't going to do. It just, even though I had the clarity I didn't feel like it was going to be the thing that would get the cash flow. So it's interchanging those three things. I also had the confidence to do it, but I had to then pull in on in- intuition. Does this align with me? So I'm going to say all of, all four, because we just added a fourth one, clarity, confidence, cash flow, but also being in alignment with that overall decision and the process of those three things that's going to help you attain the time and financial freedom that you're looking for. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. Uh, Jody, I could ask you like 12 more questions, (laughs) but we we will wrap it up here. (laughs) I, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, we're going to be putting Jody's Instagram website, all the things down in the show notes. So 
Jody, I'd love if you share your handle so people can go find you. I'd love for you to share what's coming up for you so people can like know how to work with you and all those kinds of things. Um, yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. You guys can find me at Jody K. Edwards, literally everywhere. J-O-D-I-K-A-Y-E-D-W-A-R-D-S. I am on Instagram and TikTok. And I have a private Facebook group, Alignment is a New Hustle, Strategies for the Successful Entrepreneur. And hearing my version of success, that means whatever your version of success is, I would love to invite you into that community. And my website, jodykedwards.com, has lots of different ways um, that you can work with me. But right now we have the C-suite. And the C-suite is where we have CEOs and creatives from all different walks of life really coming together to curate this this online space where it's not just me showing up as the expert, it's a collective of different brands and different ideas and CEO check-ins and things like that. And so for more information on that, you can go to plan for six figures forward slash C-suite. And it's remembering that that plan for six figures is not just what you think it is. It's going to be like what you want for yourself, whether that's six figure years, six figure quarters, six figure months, days, and what are you going to do to achieve that. And it should be completely unique. It should be something that we can attain in complete flow. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Yay. Well, Yay. we will put all those links down below so y'all can go find them. So if you all have loved this episode, please feel free to take a screenshot, share it, tag us both on any of the platforms. Um, I so appreciate you all listening and I hope you really love this episode as much as I did. And Jody, I just want to say thank you once again for coming on. I love this conversation. Um, you're just like powerful and glowing and I'm so happy for all the success that you've created for yourself and that that you're helping your clients find too. Thank you so much, my love. This was amazing. I appreciate you. Goodbye, everyone. I hope you have a great day.